Today's guest is uh is a is a real dominant and uh and hilarious and just dang near adorable female. That's right. Female baby, you know what I'm talking about. Boobies, uvula baby, all of it. And uh she is from Atlanta and um and uh I'm just so happy to finally be able to sit down with her. Uh ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Heather McMahon. It's fine. She's got a crippling sciatica, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. A lot of my friend has an Australian Shepherd, and it has dysplasia. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, most of them do, I think. Yeah, I got a Frenchie, and they have every fucking problem in the book. Do they? Yeah, I, I like, needed that expensive, fucked-up dog. Yeah. That's where we're at, you know. A lot of, I think, Frenchies. Let me think. Frenchies, Uh Australian Shepherds. I don't want to say a lot of foreign dogs, but... But it is what it is. They can't handle a lot of, you know, they can't handle that American pressure. That's really, I think, the facts is once you get, you know, even you get those Shih Tzus and they got them all pilled up on Instagram. I don't fuck with a Shih Tzu. Do not fuck with a Shih Tzu. And let me tell you this. I tried to do the right thing. I went to like eight different French Bulldog rescues. I was like, I want one spina bifida, one in a wheelchair, one leg, no leg, no nose, One who knows where there's treasure. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I got denied all the fucking time because I was living in New York and they're like, oh, your apartment's not big enough. I actually had a very nice apartment for New York. And so we kept getting denied. And so my husband was like, fuck this. He's like, after we got denied like the seventh time, he's like, we would be perfect parents. We were like, let's get the most expensive purebred. Yeah. We were just like, let's get find the breeder who's got like, just wears gold all the time. Yeah. And that's the way we went. Napoleon. I'm, I want one fresh out of Napoleon's nutsack. Yeah, that's how French exactly. I yeah. want this uh-huh. thing to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tough. I've been thinking about trying to get a dog. And so I've been thinking about like, what kind of get like... I think about, yeah, how pure can they get? How pure can the breeding get? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. want that shit. I want that thing afraid to show up to war. That's how French yeah. I want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I feel what I'm you. saying? Like, I you want, want it, it pure, but you also want it a little slutty, though, too. Oh, really? You know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I could see maybe a... Uh, I don't know if they had a lot of slutty dogs, boss, growing up. I'm trying to think of the dogs that I would see when I was young. Well, we used to bet, like, if a dog was giving birth, people would go out and bet on it and bet how many babies it was going to have. <laughs> This is so Louisiana. So yeah. if a dog was whelping, they call it whelping, I think. Uh-huh. Um, then they would, people would be out there throwing a little bit of money down. Oh, hell yeah. You know, and trying to win a little or just trying to, you know, just, I guess, maybe just also just feel what it's like to be victorious. Maybe not even, it might not even have been about the money. I mean, you know, I, I feel like degenerate gambling is the thing. Like my husband gambles a little bit. Does he really? And I don't That's get fine. it. Yeah, it's fine, but I don't get it. Like I, yeah. I won't even put $10 on like a craps table. Like I just, I'm like, no, fuck that. I know how hard and how long it took to make those 10. And yeah. I'm like making a little money now, but I'm yeah. still just like, there's no fucking way I'm gambling. No. Now, do you give your husband a little bit of an, of an allowance or does he have his own, uh, does he have his own? Uh, no, he has his own. But he has a job? Yeah, yeah, he has a job, yes. I do not yeah. know. Oh, yeah, yeah that's okay. fine. No, he has a job. Well, 
actually technically right now he's uh he's i call him the house manager so he gave up his career in new york we were living there we moved back to atlanta and i'm like listen until you build your real estate shit here like i need you to be the house manager because we're redoing some shit oh y'all are yeah we are yeah we're in like yeah um okay so i'm sitting here with heather mcmahon thanks for coming in i know we've been trying to get to see each other for a long time i know and uh yeah, I had so many people that were like, can I come over if Heather's going to be there? <laughs> oh, I had yeah. more women. I'll tell you this. Yeah. I had more women offer to come over <laughs> in the past five days since people knew you were going to be here uh-huh. than have ever wanted to come oh, and spend time with me. Those are my hoes. I love them. Shout out to all the girls out there. Yeah, I didn't get a good look at them, but I, some of them seem like hoes over tech. And you know, it's, you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. If like, if you, you present yourself a little slutty and you just, you know, you're honest and transparent about it, like mm-hmm. you do you. Yeah. You know, the ball's in your court. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I like that. I, um, so you started out doing comedy in Atlanta? Um, or you didn't start out doing comedy, so you're like a you're kind of one of these hybrid people, kind yeah. of. And I'm not judging; I'm just trying to That's say fine. stuff and think at the same time. Right, right, right. No, no, I hear you. Um, so you're like one of these hybrid kind of artists. Like, tell, take me into it a little bit. What is it? Well, so the first time I ever did stand up, it was actually at my high school prom. So I went to this like really conservative Christian school, mm-hmm. and they always had like a we couldn't even call it prom; we had to call it like the junior senior senior banquet, just because it's like fucked up, right? And so they wanted like a surprise guest, and so I said they they approached me. I don't know why, because it was like highly inappropriate the set I did. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I did stand up was at this prom, and I was roasting the senior class, and I was like, if I can get up in front of these fucking peers that are like the most judgmental people on the planet, yeah. And I just came alive. I was like, this is what I want to do forever. And I was always a theater nerd and was doing all that. So I went to Ole Miss, got a theater degree, then went to New York and was doing kind of improv sketch. Like I really was on the SNL trajectory. I was like, that's really? what I want to do. I love a wig. I love a costume. Yeah. You know, that's just where I thrive. That's where I become come alive. Yeah, I like um, a wig. And I was out in LA doing UCB and was kind of doing that underground scene. And, and then- so You were really hustling it. Oh, I was- hustling raw dogging it whatever you had to Damn. do i was doing it were you using sex to try to get forward you know what i i offered and, I'm not and no one no one picked up on it they Ooh. were like we're good we're good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if i could strip i would but i have eczema yeah. so i feel like i would take off my clothes and they'd be like we're good here's ten dollars <laughs> like put your pants back on it's real rashy you know it's lotion night yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they should have lotion night at the strip club for people with eczema they should. when does that start when do we start mm-hmm getting strip nights for when does the like cancel culture like when does that like the diversity forced diversity culture hit the strip clubs when do we see like the girl doesn't even climb up the pole it's like one of those like things at the uh hampton inn like swim pool that just <laughs> lifts you out of the water the but handicap it's like that for the strip club yeah, yeah yeah it just takes her up the pole slowly and then just bring her slowly back down maybe that's a charity we start that's our philanthropy i like that yeah yeah limp completely just limp strippers so i have a uh family member semi-family member mm-hmm. who has been an exotic dancer oh yeah and in our town, they had a um, strip club called Neal's. That's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't know if it was supposed to be a strip club, but enough people were naked in there where eventually, you know what I'm saying, you could see some titty. I hear you. So, But the ceiling was low in there. So the women would get on stage and they'd have to duck and strip. 
So it was very like kind of um, an occupational hazard. I mean, I would say yeah. <laughs> this is before they had that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 So this is just like yeah. <laughs> yeah it was really like uh, it had a lot of you know it was like the scoliosis. It was like in the scoliosis belt. Right. <laughs> so there was a lot of yeah, but the women would have to get up there, and so they'd have to strip. So it always had this very like it looked like the women were sneaking around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they had to always duck bent down. over a little yeah, bit yeah, with like yeah, a titty yeah. hanging out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are my girls. So they had to get into that. Um, I mean, I'm from Atlanta where like stripping is an art form. And I mean, you go to places like Magic City and there's like 15 girls on a pole, like a Jenga yeah. set. I mean, it's insane. And then you go to places like the Claremont Lounge, which is a very famous yeah, strip club in Atlanta. There. Yeah, we're like, you know, the women are in their 70s crushing beer cans with their titties. I mean, it's just like, it, that's the the spectrum. Uh, and so, it, and then there's my favorite strip club though, Swingin' Richards, which is mostly men. And you just walk in and literally it's just dudes doing the helicopter, just swinging their dick around. No, and you're like, Really? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I seen that in Germany at the park one time. Oh, yeah. Seems um, very German. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. The chopper, the fucking masculinity. Uh-huh. I remember somebody took me to a gay club one time in Baton Rouge, and I'd never been. I didn't know they had it, right? Right. So we walk in, and there's like men with no shirts on and just jeans. And I thought that the uh, air conditioner was broken. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was like, damn, we're at a bar, and this fucking air conditioner is... You know what I'm right. saying? They should do something because right, this right. seems crazy. They got a decent clientele for fucking having no AC. Right, right, you know? right. And then I realized it was gay men, dude. And mm. they start, and gay men get extremely aggressive, I feel like. Oh, if really? they seem like a straight man is in the building. Because I have this feeling that a straight man, like, guys want to try to get a hot girl. But mm-hmm. for gay men, the hot girl is, is a straight, straight man. I hear you. Well, a lot of the dancers at Swing and Richards' club in Atlanta are straight dudes. Oh, really? And they have a big gay clientele, but a lot of them are straight dudes. Because, you know, I mean, my sister's a criminal defense attorney, so she's had a couple of his clients. And she's like, no, 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 that's Mark. That's Mark. He's had seven DUIs. <laughs> but, like, he's a good guy, and he's also, like, hits on me all the time. So, oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, 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 so then you were in New York. And then you guys decided to move to Atlanta. Now, did you kind of take a, were you like saying, I'm going to take a sabbatical from kind of the, because uh, if you were if you were doing like Second City and stuff like that, were you like, I'm going to like step away from that? Were you starting to do your own thing? What, well, was, what was going on? I went on? to New York and then I went out to LA for four or five years and I was out there and I was like, I'm doing the commercials and all that shit. And I never, I didn't take the traditional route. Like I was more UCB and, and really like honing that craft, if you will, as a obnoxious as that sounds so I wasn't in the store I wasn't doing you know um the traditional stand-up route and then I kind of had this like oh fuck aha life moment where my dad passed recently of cancer Mm -hmm. so I had to pick up my life and move back home to Atlanta this is in 2016 so I pick back up I'm like I'm just gonna go for like six months I'm gonna help my mom figure out what's next all this shit Mm. and it was crazy. I kind of started living my life through Instagram and just really blowing up Instagram and using it honestly cathartically just to like get shit off my chest and dry out new material. And it just blew up. And so then I was able to like work in Atlanta a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is insane. I, you know, I don't know. It was a weird blessing. Like it was the darkest time of my life, but it was so cool to like be able to get an audience from that. And um, I just started like putting funny shit up that brought me joy. I didn't give a shit about being in LA. I didn't give a shit about being in New York. I wasn't trying to impress anybody. And that's when the best shit came out. Yeah. And then we went back to New York and I was touring in 2019 and it's just been a wild ride since. Dang. Yeah. But now I'm back in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, so now you have, um, so now you find most, but now you're going on tour, right? Yeah. So now you have a show that's going to be on stage. Yeah. So what's the stage show like? Like, I mean, it's a it's a grab bag. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's 
it's a long stand-up set, but I also bring out wigs and, and have videos. It's kind of a mixture of like what I do on Instagram and my kind of, I don't know, brand of, of comedy is very much so storytelling and it's, yeah. it's a, you know, about my life. And, but I, here's the thing. I really like people to leave and they're like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Mm-hmm. Not like performance already, like weird, but I like people right. to like maybe cry at one moment and they're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the fuck these feelings are, but something's coming up and then I just hit you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then they're like, this was fucking weird and I was here for it and it was rad. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think some, one of my goals always with, 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 with stand-up was like, I don't care if people remember like a joke that I told, but I want people to remember me somehow. Like, yeah. Because that's what I feel like you go back to see. Like you go back, you get invested in a human or in a feeling. I don't know if I get invested enough in like a joke alone because anybody could write a joke kind right. of. I feel like I want to get invested in somebody. You know, that's what makes me as a uh, consumer want to be involved with somebody. Yeah. I mean, I remember the shows where you leave and you're like, I don't really know what just happened. Or like, yeah, you just leave with that feeling or that warmth or maybe like shame. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. But I want you to get in your car and, and just be like, something happened, yeah. you know, yeah. and like think about it for a while. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I'm a Pisces. So I like to just get in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm a Pisces. Yeah. When's your birthday? March 1-9. Okay. I'm 1-5. Oh. Yeah. This makes so sense. what does it mean? What does it mean? Take me into this because I don't know anything about it. Like, and if people did know about it, I always thought they were like sorcery or something, or <laughs> right. people would call them. You know, people would curse them when I was young. You know, I hear you. you. Know, if people showed up with the Libras or something, you know. Oh, well, I don't fuck with the Taurus. Like, I don't like hold a lot of weight into it. But most Tauruses have been pretty evil in my life, so mm-hmm. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Like, oh, if yeah. I walk by a Taurus, I'm like. No, not today, Satan. It? Yeah, I can. Oh, I feel the negative energy. Oh, um, but Pisces. Okay, and what are Tauruses? Sorry, just so I don't forget it. Um, end of April through beginning of May. Ooh, Ooh yeah. So it's coming up. So Taurus season Denise. is coming up. Yeah, yeah. Just keep your butthole clenched. Like shit's gonna get wild. Oh dang. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So it's Taurus season. It's about. And to be what do they season. do? Uh, they're just like usually cheaters. God, I'm gonna get so much hate for this. They cheat. No, I, I want to know I've more dated, about like, it. Three tourist guys, and they were all cheaters. Like where strip do you see malls? them? Yeah, you see them at strip malls, T-Mobiles, um, oh. a lot of Chili's. You know what I mean? Ooh, They're always hanging out yeah. at a Chili's bar. Dude, I remember making love to this girl that worked at a Chili's, and mm-hmm. uh, she had. Oh my god. She had all these pictures of. I remember going over to her place. She lived at her parents' house. They were out of town, apparently, or she killed them. I don't right, know where right. they were. Okay, and it seemed like they'd been out of town for right, right. a long a time. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. They might still be out of town. It's been about seventeen <laughs> years. But she worked at a Chili's, and she had all these pictures of like all the local firemen in her house. I remember. Um, Seems sus. Yeah, I never even thought about that till just now. I wonder what happened to that girl. Maybe the firemen like helped bury the family. It, they were in on it. There was yeah, it just got a little like some chicks have that DIY dateliney kind of shit they want, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I a little like, like oxygen channel snap yeah, moment, yeah, that yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a Taurus woman right there. Yeah, she might uh, have been a Taurus. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So But Pisces were creative, um, and we're creative, we're sensitive. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like you're a sensitive person where you're just empathetic. Right. Like you're able to connect with people on their emotions. Okay. But we're also terrible with money. Like that's the number one thing. We we're able to make a lot of money because mm-hmm. we are big thinkers. But like if I get a hundred dollars, I'm spending ninety nine. You oh, know what wow. I'm saying? Oh yeah. yeah. So huh. yeah, I gotta have like a financial 
advisor, an accountant, an attorney, just to be like, <laughs> sign off on shit. You know what I mean? I need like a bal. I need uh, a, a limit on my credit card. You do? I do. I do. Oh wow. Yeah, and it, I don't know what it's like. I don't gamble, but right. if I'm making money, I want everybody to have it. Like oh, I'm like, do you yeah. need a job? You know? And my friends are like, no, Heather, I I'm a you know financial investor. Like I don't need a job. I'm like, I just want to give you money because I yeah. feel like I I don't know why. Yeah, I feel that sometimes. I feel sometimes like I don't. Yeah, like money's I don't know money's so weird. Yeah, it makes me it, uncomfortable. It makes me if uncomfortable. I, when I have it, but I need it. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I need it. But yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like being somebody that has money because I think I always judge people that had money. Like mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, these fucking rich people and shit like that. Yeah. And so I think sometimes I'm like, oh man, I don't want to have any money, you know? Like, But then you also have to have money. If the, You can't tell the rent guy, hey, you know. I'm just trying. I've been nice to people this month. He doesn't right, care, right, you know. Right. That's not his. And vibe. I've had no money, and mm-hmm. it sucked so bad. Like I've worked <laughs> every hospitality job you can imagine. Oh really? Oh yeah. I worked did you at, do DoorDash? Uh, I never did DoorDash, but uh, like I was in worked at every restaurant. I worked every job in a restaurant. And when you're working in restaurants for like ten years, I mean, it just takes a part of your soul away that I don't know if you can ever get back. Mm-hmm. But I do believe, you know, like in Israel, you have to um, serve in the army. You have to serve. In yeah, the yeah, army. yeah. Two years, right? I think. Yeah, I think. In America, everybody should have to either be like a valet, you know, any sort of ho- like work at a, a hotel, work Perkins. at a restaurant. Yeah, something. Yeah, work at a Perkins. Jiffy Lube. Be a hostess at a Perkins for at least a year. Yeah. And then you can go out into the real world and like be an adult. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. It would be nice if they had some kind of like a like a little tributary of occupational tributary that brought you out into the mainstream. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a job that I had that I really... That really, really stuck to me. Um, well, I used to sell Mexican food for a living. And like in a restaurant or just like? No, oh. in a restaurant, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it was crazy, man. They had uh, the two chefs back there, were these two black women named April and May. Mm-hmm. And they did not like cooking Mexican food. So sometimes we would have to literally go tell the tables that uh, we... <laughs> The chef, okay. Didn't feel like making a quesadilla today. (laughs) So we would fucking be literally offering like French toast and shit at 5 p.m. Right, right, right. You got vague over there. And I was so scared of them that I was like afraid of the confrontation. And sometimes I would just lock myself away uh, from some of that because I didn't want to be a part of it. Um, Do you think, we had a question that came in right here for you. Let's bring up this question right here from this young lady right here. Hey y'all, my name is Jessica from Atlanta, and my question for Heather is, if you could star in the Broadway with the Rat King himself, Mm. what production would you guys star in, and what would your roles be? Mm. Ooh, well I've always been told, I have a lot of friends on Broadway, because I come from the theater world, I've always been told the only role I could play on Broadway is Pumbaa from The Lion King, I don't know why, but they're like, that's the only role. Can you bring up a Pumbaa for me, picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why? Go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted No, you. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like them just being assholes and being mm-hmm. like, this is the best you can be, or it's because I have like a deep voice. Uh, but yeah, I think, oh God, what could we be in? The Lion, is that the Lion King? Uh-huh. Yeah, my friend Dodd Loomis actually works, he does the Lion King. If you ever wanted to be that, I think you are I think better that, looking. Like, yeah, but they're always like, no, you be Pumbaa. Like, you just have the energy of Pumbaa. I'm like, what the fuck I is that about? I see the eyes and maybe some of the cheek structure. <laughs> And I mean that in a very be. Yeah. I would, I yeah. would definitely spend time with this animal. We could do sound of music. You know, the sound of music. Ooh, Ooh yeah. 
but yeah. the sound like it's kind of has a little Willie Nelson in the beginning. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little banjo. We the spice it up a bit. The sound of music. The sound is people opening cans of tuna at home. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just the ring yeah. doorbell over yeah. and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The that's sound exactly. is people reaching for that latch under a car hood yeah. from like the nineties, where people where it didn't just pop up automatically, and you have to then <laughs> it comes up an inch for you. Yeah, yeah. Then you have to put your young fucking hands into a dirt fucking hot yes. fucking car. Yes, yeah. and reach for a fucking latch. Yeah. Oh, the sound is just like women trying to like uh get around in their like purse just looking for keys and shit it's like fucking shit god damn it did i leave my keys it's just that recording over and over again of the, you being the sound yeah yeah, that's, yeah, yeah yeah just over and over again like god damn it daryl fuck you i i I knew you forgot the keys that's it and there's three checkbooks in there but there's no checks it's just that like carbon yes. stuff in the other yes. side yeah do you still have a checkbook uh i still have a couple checkbooks okay. the sound is um one of us running back to the microwave because <laughs> the popcorn already like past the one or two second mark between the pops and so yeah, we yeah, know yeah. it's just burning so the sound is just just running back to the microwave that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah, the yeah. sound of the music yeah listen i think we could listen when broadway comes back i think this is our yeah, moment yeah, you know i'm good. trying to get an egot i want a tony and i've realized like maybe i just need to write my own musical and i can't really sing anymore mm-hmm. got this deep voice mm-hmm. and so i'm like maybe we do we should actually probably do like a like a straight man play though you know, something dramatic, something where we're both nude, but there's nothing sexual about it. It's just for some reason. Because I feel like that's the only way you win a Tony. Oh, anymore. I got a little erectile dysfunction, so it doesn't even have to be something sexual about it. If there was, it would take a couple episodes. <laughs> so I'm just going to let you, go. you know. Yeah. There you it go. And I got eczema, so okay. you know what? <laughs> would be, yeah. <laughs> but we're winning Tony's for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's called Back to Back. It's our sex life. <laughs> God, I'm freezing my it's eggs. It's just for- both of us <laughs> facing the other way. Just ass to ass. Yeah. Well, let's go back to back. Yeah, let's go back to back. You know what I'm saying? I, like I mean, we can assume that our butts are touching, but I think, yeah, just for like, yeah, the ass to ass thing is just going to be, that's going to make me nervous. Okay, I feel okay. you. I respect that. Um, Didn't mean to push that on you. No, I, apolo- okay. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. Really apologize. Wow, I thought you were Pisces. I thought we were vibing, but okay. So, note to self. Uh, <laughs> what else would it be? The sound of music. That would be, that's such, it's, it was such a great question. So, what else, yeah, what other kind of show could we be if it was a... We could do like Hello Dolly. Now, I don't know what you know about musicals, but we could, I mean, Hello Dolly is like this very iconic old show. It's Southern. Is it Southern? No, it's not Southern. Never mind. Okay. Um, but it's, I mean, we. I could see you in like a hoop skirt having a moment, you know, with like a hat on and like a, like a pipe or something. Okay. Yeah, you're a little old timey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with this. I, I, I think we could do like a, I don't know Hello Dolly, but I've been to Dollywood once. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, so what Gatlinburg? about Hello Dollywood? I could play Dolly Parton. Yes, we just <laughs> yeah. wrote this. So this is our pitch and Broadway, we would like some funds. What if yeah. you're Dolly Part and you just part your hair like so severely? Yeah. And it's, um, no, nah, that's not a good one. Um, yeah, but you know, the, that thing now is that these young kids on TikTok are telling women, I'm 34, they're saying that we can't do a side part anymore. They're like, no, it's only a middle part. We can't wear skinny jeans anymore. It's like this whole fucking thing that these young girls are trying to tell us how to dictate our life and our aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking pissed about this. Have you heard about it? I haven't heard about that. And I'm also glad I haven't heard about that because it seems like it's It's some bullshit. Women. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay. I'm glad that women are doing stuff, but I don't want to know about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I swear. I love that women are telling other women what they're yeah, doing yeah. wrong because yeah, that's, that's feminism. <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. We need more. Right. I think it should, let's, I want to see it spill out into the streets. I would love to see, here's what I, here's where it ends, okay. is a couple of 19 or 17 year old women uh-huh. getting 
abused by some 30-year-old women. Just a street cat fight. <laughs> That's where it ends. Listen, I went back to my story at Ole Miss, like before Rush, and they wanted me to give like a motivational speech, and I literally- No way, really? I scared so them So were you straight. the head of your sorority? I could see you being like the um the lady at night that comes down and is like, only one peanut butter, you know? Who's like that the, lady? The house mom? No, she's like a 65-year-old lady <laughs> okay, who's living bad. rent-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, she's like, no boys upstairs, yeah. but also only one peanut butter. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember that, yeah, that lady would always be like, one peanut butter. You'd no, be like doing oral sex on some woman, and she's like, one peanut butter. <laughs> You're like, oh, damn. Because that's every man's fantasy is that women in a sorority house are just doing oral sex on each other. That's yeah. it. That's it. Like, you guys just eat each other out all day, right? It's like, no. No, no. I remember doing oral sex on some woman uh-huh. at, in, at Ithaca College somewhere. I don't remember. That checks out for Ithaca. And some yeah. lady peeked in and was like, only one peanut butter house. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I ran my sorority. I tried to be president, but because I wasn't from Mississippi, they no. were like, it's not going to look well across campus. Like, it was a big deal. I mean, I went to right. Ole Miss. Like, by, no, Ole Miss was weird. Ole Miss was weird. And it was amazing. And it's, God, when I, if I die, like, spread my ashes in Oxford. Um, but it was kind of a culture shock for me. Like, I didn't even know what the capital of Mississippi was. I got there and people were like, oh, we're from Jackson. And they're like very, you know, yeah. old Southern money. Like, we're from Jackson. I'm yeah. like, Ville, Florida. Like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck Mississippi is. But it's the greatest place on earth, truly. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was uh, bid day president. I was pledge class president, and then bid day. So I like, could totally I was totally see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could say, oh, I, well, my best friend Scott went there, and he was in Sigma something, S- Sigma New, Sigma Alpha, S A E, S A E. They they've been kicked off campus. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, probably because of Scott. So, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be shocked, man. It mm-hmm. was either Scott or it was probably, I don't remember. They had like South Seas or something was there. One oh, party they had. oh, was that Kappa Sig? Kappa Sig. That's so what I, he was. So I dated a lot of Kappa Sig. Did you really? How old huh? Scott? <laughs> Scott? Did I have sex with Scott? <laughs> I don't know. I, he'll, I mean, he'll, I'll, I'll ask him later. Okay. But um, he, uh. Uh, he, I remember going up there, and yeah, everybody, you'd have like the drunkest, some dude that couldn't even read, be like, you know, Faulkner. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's always about Faulkner. You have no fucking idea who Faulkner, Faulkner is. Faulkner used to buy mouthwash here, and it would be like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like, all of a sudden, everybody's into like early American poetry. Yeah, I'm suddenly. like, I didn't know who the fuck yeah. Faulkner was. You know, they uh, they uh, excavated a cannon from under this restaurant, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, who gives a A lot shit? of fucking facts all the time, and you're like, all right, Mississippi, pump the brakes. A lot of plaques, yeah. too. Uh huh. Lot, way too many plaques. A ton of plaques, ton of cocaine. Yeah. A lot of just plaid, like gingham. Shepard Smith. I heard Shepard Smith used to go do cocaine there. Did you ever hear that story? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I fuck. I don't want to say that, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, well, look, yeah. I mean, whatever. Fuck it. Can, we all did cocaine at Ole Miss. Yeah. So yeah. If Shepard Smith came out of the closet, he could. It's easy to come out of the. It's way easier to come out of the cocaine closet, I think, <laughs> than the true. actual closet. I mean, it was just such another planet. I got there, and it's just like you know, you have all these like rich kids from the south. Oh yeah. And it, but it was weird because I was in the art department. I felt like like I went and visited Alabama, and mm-hmm. I swear to God, I went to visit, and I was like, okay, I only have two choices because I didn't. You know, my SATs like a blind cat could have done a better job on the SATs of me. <laughs> Even though I was student body president of my high school, I still, they, I thought I was going to go to Pepperdine. Like, long story short, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to school in California. Oh, wow. I'm an artist, all this shit. And they were like, you are 100% denied. Yeah. So it was two weeks before graduation. <laughs> <laughs> they were like who, do, like, who did this testing? And the funny thing is, when the Lori Laughlin thing came out where like you know she was paying somebody to like get her kids into college mm-hmm. my sister called me she's like dad my sister went to Georgia Tech she's very intelligent and um Troy Tech no Georgia Tech okay. sorry yeah Troy Tech which is in Alabama Troy I think is uh 
I'd never heard of Troy Tech. I was even like, that is a reach. Tr- Troy State. Okay, Sorry. Troy State. Yeah, yeah. Troy there's State. Troy State in Alabama. Shout out Troy State. Uh, yeah, shout out Troy. Um, they got a good Wendy's in Troy. Do that's, they? That's it, though. Yeah, hmm, I could see that. But long story short, my sister's like, you know, Dad was so stressed out about the fact that you did such a bad job on your SATs that he like called me and thought that you know, I was going to go take your test for you. Like he just oh. was like so worried that I wasn't going to get into college. So it was either Alabama or Ole Miss. And I visited Alabama one weekend and this, I swear to God, this is like so on the nose, but this guy named Bubba was in overalls at this like Theta Chi house. And he Ooh. was just coked out of his mind. Oh, yeah. And it was like a chicken t- tender eating contest, which I love Tindy's now. But at the time I was just like, and he was hitting on me. And I was like, I got to get out, out of Alabama. Like I'm not going to school here. Right. So I just like, that's it. I guess I'm going to Ole Miss. And I showed up at orientation was like, fuck yeah, hotty toddy let's go and it was this the best it. four years of my life and then i did cocaine with shepherd smith so oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good 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 i was wondering how it ended um yeah josh kelly used to go there i yeah. went there when josh kelly uh because he went to old miss i remember um yeah I, I like i liked going to old miss it was just different i didn't grow up like with any tradition or anything like right. that so you went there and everything was very it was everything was very traditional well, it was a big deal. I, you know, I just thought you wore like a t-shirt to a football game. They're like, no, 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 no. You're showing up in pearls, high heels. It's August. It's 115 fucking degrees out. The humidity's at 300 and you're just melting and you're sweating out the Jaeger from the night before, but you're having to stand there with like a shrimp cocktail platter and like try and look <laughs> regal. and like, I'm a debutante, but literally I'm just oozing gin and Jaeger. So um, I learned a lot. I learned how to like, you know, grab myself up by the bootstraps and get my shit together. Yeah. Oh, I could yeah. see that. I feel like it is really, it is like a Sephora boot camp yes. for women. Fuck yes. I totally see Ole Miss being like that now because I would remember, yeah, we go to some of these parties and Most everybody's- beautiful girls. All the boys have names like Gryffindor the Sixth and shit, you know? <laughs> Two last names like Sutton Mil- Miller Foster. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was all way like insane. Like, yeah, you know, his daddy invented the swing set, you know? <laughs> right. Like there was always shit that was like way crazy, you know? They're like, yeah. oh, his great grandfather admitted the noose. You'd be like, that's a fucking. That's, that's, I wouldn't yeah, lead yeah. with that at yeah, an yeah, intro dude. at a party. Yeah. Let's just call. Let's just yeah. Let's but say you had to, yarn. Say yarn. yarn. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was yarn, and you guys did something you shouldn't have with it. Right. You know. But then you had to buy cocaine from him, so you're like, fuck. Now I got to get into this conversation <laughs> yeah, dude, with Gryffindor. God damn it. You know. God, it would just be. It made me feel. I felt so foreign when I would go to those places because I think yeah, I just never was into that kind of culture and like that br- some of that. Br- Bro culture always kind of spooked me a little bit. I hear you. Because you get guys that would be like, you know, I'll do anything for this. Right. You know, right. you, know you get guys drinking each other's blood and stuff. And like, you know, this this Martin, uh, this uh, Bloody Mary has real blood in it, you know. <laughs> this has two pints of my, uh, of my uh, pledge in it, you yeah, know. Yeah, that would happen at the SAE house. They actually had like some party called Patty Murphy where they just had to get this guy as drunk as possible. And I remember being there and like being 19 and just going, I like, I'm like, this isn't right. I was just like, yeah. this seems unsafe. And then next year that that party got shut down but it was interesting the frat world i mean yeah you've got you know your stereotypes but my sorority was literally like the best i met the best bitches i met these women who are still so part of my life and they were just like you know we i don't know we just did like dressed up and then we get drunk and then do philanthropic work like honestly and truly it was like every other week we had a new charity thing so i was like at least we did some good you know 
Yeah. 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 And I'm not but trying it was to. Cult- it was culture shock, though, for sure. Yeah. I'm not trying to knock it all. I think it, it was also. I think I was just like afraid. I think I just didn't know anything about it. Right. So, like, my best friend went into it because his dad had gone to school at University of Mississippi. And so then I just like would go and see like little pieces mm-hmm. of it. And even though I was at LSU for a couple of years, I just didn't get too much into the Greek stuff, you know? Yeah. And those guys were always such a culture. It was like, if you weren't in it, you kind of weren't in it. Right. Um, well, when I would meet people out in LA, there's like, they would just be shocked that I was in a sorority. They're like, yeah. what's that life like? Yeah. You know, like they literally were like, did they beat you? Like what happened? Yeah, tell like, us about it. Yeah. Tell us about it. I'm like, no, it was actually fantastic. Yeah. We would, you know, dress up and like go to parties and it just like live our life. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I know everybody <laughs> yeah. wants, but when people aren't from the South, I mean, and listen, there's Greek culture at all these different schools, but we, I think specifically the South, everybody just thinks that like, you're just like yelling racist things oh, all day and like, just, just, being the worst terrific person you could imagine. Yeah, it gets the worst rap, man. Yeah. Especially out now. Like, yeah. It's like, oh my God, you guys had fun? Yeah. What was that like? I'm so sorry. You had camaraderie and friends? Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck you, Clark. I did. And I loved it. And it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you should be in our you should be in our fraternity out here at UCLA. We have a we just got a new fish. Yeah, like you know? get the fuck out of here. It was I remember going to some parties there and it was so lame. It was just I'm like sure. it was really, really bad. It would be like a lot of people doing um just Bitcoin before it was a thing. You yeah. had to like talk about it. Yeah, you know? rumor. It was like Bitcoin rumors. <laughs> rumors. Yeah, that was the night. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went to Ole Miss, you know, and then I went straight to New York and I was like, I'm going to do the comedy thing. And Now, for most of us, you know, learning a um, a second language in high school was, uh, I mean, it was just real challenging. You know, you had to get out there and some people just wore kind of Spanish clothes and got a d you know it just it was a real it was hit or miss back then you know but those times have changed thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language so you're born you have one language in you but you can get other ones and that's how you do it with Babbel. Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go so you don't have to be stuck somewhere or imprisoned or in quicksand or anything you can do it as you move Babbel designs their courses with practical real world conversations in mind real things you can learn you know how do i get an omelet you know where's my son with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages including spanish french italian and german right now when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com and use promo code Theo. That's right. You'll get three additional months for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com, code T-H-E-O for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today by uh the grace of a higher power and also because my mental health is well some people have exquisite mental health that's not me i have well my mental health is well that's where i'm hoping to be at and something that helps me is therapy i get therapy you know i've had everything from erectile dysfunction to fear of lightning so i get therapy and if there's something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals then BetterHelp will assist your needs and match you with your own licensed therapist. There's no, this isn't just somebody who knows somebody. 
who knows somebody. You know what I'm saying? This isn't like your Aunt Rhonda has a friend named Mr. Jeremy and he's going to help you because you're struggling mentally and, and he's going to help you over by his place and it's kind of creepy and shit. It's not like that. Better help is organized, man. It's a real professional outfit. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. If you don't like the therapist they set you with, you can get a different one. You can do it on the phone. You can do it on FaceTime. But, you know, you don't have to go to a private, to a facility if it's going to make you nervous or uncomfortable in your area. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. Over a million people have taken charge of their health mentally with BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And this past weekend, listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-H-E-O. If you need assistance for your brain and your feelings and your emotions, give it a try. So did you find more success than once you got out of kind of the main, the main, not the mainstream, but like the main paths of what we would expect routes to find success? Because yeah. to me, you were extremely like captivating and beautiful and, uh, Thank you. and like, um original yeah and so those things to me like as just a regular man mm -hmm. or, and also then as an inner entertainer are very obvious okay. so it makes me wonder how uh, and maybe other executive stuff did see that but I, it makes me wonder like how you it wouldn't be such an easy choice to be like oh this person yes right well i basically I, you know i was doing the grind and you're having to like you know, stroke the fucking ego of these people, especially in that like UCB SNL world. And I was oh, just I like, imagine, yeah. I was just kind of fucking over it. And then, you a know, but the I teachers are angry people that didn't get where they wanted to go. And then everybody in my classes, like even in the early stages in New York, they all have these like creative writing degrees from Harvard. And I would show up in my hoops and animal print and like a full face of makeup. Just like, what's up, y'all? Let's fucking tell I'm some to quit jokes. cigarettes. Yeah. 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 I would have like a Coors Light in my purse and just like, you know, smoke a menthol and like chill. And it was so weird. It was like, and I hate to like say this. <laughs> But like as a woman in that world, you had to like not, you know, you just had to like play games and I didn't want to fucking deal with it. Now, who was making you play? Was it men doing that or was it also because women get weird in that kind of shit? I find. Yeah. yeah uh, what was it? Sorry, you answer. I just wanted to authentically be myself. Yeah. I think I was trying to fit a different mold. And of course, I just love doing the characters and, and like wearing a wig and being the ugliest version of myself possible and just like tapping into these like weird isms that I find in these characters just brings me so much joy. Like that's truly when I come alive. Um, and so I just was like, fuck this. I'm going to pave my own way. And really and truly, when I was in L.A., I was having a great time. But again, I go on these commercial auditions. Listen, I went on an audition. This is just so L.A. Where the breakdown said morbidly obese, but beautiful. Ooh. Morbidly obese. And I literally call my agent. I'm like, listen, I'm a thick girl. I got a thick neck, thin ankles. You know, I've got the shoulders of an offensive lineman. Like, it is what it is. But I was like, this is the breakdown. Like, this is the the this is the this mold that I fit in mold? L.A. And morbidly Morbid is death. It nor literally death. Near death. One one foot in the grave. Yeah. You're like my 600 pound life stuck in a couch. You have like, you're just eating pork chops. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, I got a soul cycle every now and then. Right. You know? Um, I sweat. Yeah. When I'm yeah. not just like sitting alone. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I basically was just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. That, that kind of stuff is such a grind. The commercial grind. Oh, God. I don't think people understand. Like, you drive across town and there's to nowhere North Hollywood. to park. Yeah. yeah. To North Hollywood, yeah. to Santa Monica. Sometimes the auditions would be in Montpelier, Vermont. They aren't anywhere near... <laughs> 
where you live. Yeah, they're like, can you go up to Carmel? It's yeah. an eight-hour drive yeah. on a Friday at five. <laughs> and then you go in there and they, I literally, like, I was just done with commercials when I went in. They're like, here's the thing. We know you're so funny and you're so perfect for this. They're definitely going to go in a different route. We're thinking like more Asian, older man, yeah. but we're so glad you came here. And I'm like, listen, I'm here for the diversity. I'm so glad we're being progressive, but you just wasted my time driving yeah. eight hours to Carmel, California. And they don't care. And they're like, look, yeah. we need you to go shave your head in your car right, yes, now, right now and convert to a Japanese Judaism and come back in here. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They're like, can you speak Mandarin? And do you know how to knit? And you're like, no, the fuck I don't. But I would fake it till I make it, you know, and probably offend yeah. everyone in there. But I was like, I'm so desperate for this fucking job right now. Yeah, we need you to get your cloud up a little bit. Do you mind going outside and just using a racial slur in the street for a few minutes? Okay. Right. We need you to at least, uh, we need uh, 20,000 more followers. I don't care if they're angry or not. Exactly. For this non-union commercial that's going to pay you $14 in a Subway sandwich. And you're like, fuck me. But yeah, so I, after, I, I, so I basically oh. had to pick up my life and move back to Atlanta. I was like, it's just going to be temporary. Like, I'm just going to go help the family out. And then when I started just living my life authentically, especially through Instagram, because I it's almost like a reality show every day. I mean, I'm just uploading oh, yeah. stream of consciousness consciousness what comes to my mind and then all these women were just like thank you for talking about this oh my god i connect with this and then i was able to start touring and it was just insane i was like fuck it i built it on my own like yeah. fuck la you know i have to go back to la like next week now but I, but the thing is when you leave la that's when they want you yeah but if you have a p.o box or an address in los angeles you the phone never rings yeah. but as soon as you leave they're like now you're hot and fresh we want this thing yeah, we want this thing. We yeah. Want this blood diamond that's what exactly they, that's what they call us you know once yeah. you're out of la they call you blood diamonds Fuck yeah like oh how do we get that yeah sierra leone yeah. blood diamond how do yeah. we get that rare ivory you mm -hmm. know how mm -hmm. do we get the ivory with the uh cane sauce on the side of it you oh, know fuck i love cane sauce yep you know i've never been really like i've never been like really southern i don't feel like i'm sorry come again with do you do you think i feel like i seem like a southern person yes theo really yes have you taken a look in the mirror today you have a fucking <laughs> mullet you have I mean, a tight fade and a mullet, and you're from Louisiana. Yes. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. I just have never really identified as that. Well, see, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting because I don't feel Southern. No, My, it's okay. No, no. Yeah. It's, I think do it's I interesting. Do I come out as Southern? Yes, to me, I do? you do. But then also, the mm. more I kind of see what's going on, I feel like you come off all. Well, here's what happens sometimes in New Orleans, people also come off as New Jersey. So you some, yeah. there's, a, there's, there's some close stitching there. I hear that. Between like different styles. Like, I don't think you come off as like Southern Georgia, which is where things can get really Southern. You know, right. daddy yeah. got a geese, you know, <laughs> like it can get fucking a little. It can get a little weird. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, I don't know. That, I know how to put it on. Right. And you don't come off as uneducated. So it's not that uh, that red net, that kind of that thing. Right. You know, like I never was into that uh, or felt like that growing up. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, but now do you find in the business that they try and put you in that box? Oh, like, yeah, so not, like, yeah, and I won't, yeah. I won't honor any of it. The only southern thing that I've even done is when, uh, me and Chelsea Lynn did the we did a live show around the holidays, I loved it. and I adore her, and it was she's fun. Great. Oh, she's yeah. so much fun. It yeah. was hard to do, but it was a lot of fun. But that was like the most kind of because she's not, I mean, she does like, I don't know, her character or you know, Tammy's. She's more she, – because Chelsea's from Oklahoma, so she's more just kind of rural. Right. Is it redneck her – I don't know. What yeah, do you I think mean, it is? I mean, it's trailer trash Tammy, right? Right, but trailer – right, but it's not redneck Tammy. Right. 
Oh, like, this that's is where a I good. It's working really. Yeah, we're really like peeling back the layers. Yeah, she's just. I think trailer trash. Tammy. Here's the thing. All of her characters are like very confident people, and that's right. there's always. But that's a southern thing. Southerners are confident. It doesn't matter. Like even in my lowest moment, like anxiety through the roof, I'm like, I got this. Like my daddy told me, I got this. I fucking got this. And okay. I'm from Atlanta. Like you said, I'm not from like Macon, Georgia. Right. But there's something about like that southern inside of you where it's just like I'm gonna fucking do this. Like. Watch out. Daddy told me yes, so I'm uh, doing it. Yeah, yeah. I do say daddy, though. Yeah. Diddy. Diddy. Hey, Diddy. Rest in peace. Yeah, I don't think I ever had that then. I think mm. I got to the lowest point. And I was like, I'm not going to make it. Who's coming with me? Right, right, right. You know right, 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 right. And a lot of people were like, I'm not going to make it either. <laughs> I got shotgun. Right. That's where I kind of feel like my group, my like, you know, I feel like it's sort of this. I, I don't know. I honestly do not know who my supporters are sometimes. Like, or I don't know if supporters, but like, I don't really know who's on my team because it's not like redneck people. Right. No, I think I, I know your supports. Well, I'm one of them. But right. like, I know that I know that dude, you know, it's a Riley, you know, Riley, how are you today? Riley, it's, I feel like I'm in the presence of just. I'm like Barbara Streisand, I adore you, Riley. Japanese <laughs> greatness, you. right? Right there. That's right. And are you That's Japanese, right. Riley? I am. There you Hell go. Yeah. How's church? It's it's pretty great. Great. I love that for you. You're a man of God. I'm a woman of the Lord. So that's why he just opened the door earlier and I, we just connected. I felt the Holy Spirit there. I could see that. Uh-huh. I felt it. Yeah. And Riley last year got his first kiss. Actually. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. How was it, tongue? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, it was, it was pretty great. Yes, yes, Riley, yes. Huh? Cleaning the palate, baby, yes. with that freaking little ginger snap. There you go. Now, Riley, I'm a great matchmaker. That's just like one of my talents. So if you if you tell me like what you like, I mean, you can be very specific with it. If you're like, I want her to have green eyes and you know be into anime and you know love Chipotle, like I will find her. So don't ever f- you feel like you can ask me. I will find you, Doctor Sus. They call him Doctor Sus. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, we'll green talk eye, afterwards. Green, green eyes and breasts what uh what do you like riley honestly if you are looking for a woman and i think heather's very serious about that i that, am that she would consider helping you out brother Damn. um yeah i mean i'm uh i'm i'm more of the uh i don't i don't i'm i'm honestly open to anything not not anything anything but like right. um i mean like give us one a- one attribute. detail yeah give us a detail like you talking so we talking five to six feet what are we talking yeah, yeah, yeah. cool um Honestly, as tall as you want. Um, I'd... Like 6'4"? I mean, you sure. know, do you want to be cuddled at night? Like, you got, just give me specifics. How do you want to yeah. feel okay. on a date? Okay, I like being cuddled. Okay, great. But, All right, so a, l- a larger woman. Okay. Right. Larger woman. Fantastic. Um, I mean, I'd like to cuddle her as well. Oh, okay. Oh, so <laughs> maybe back. she has one short leg, one long leg. Yeah. You yeah, want to yeah. backpack it, huh? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, um... Let's see what Fantastic. Else. That's all yeah. I need. Yeah. Right there. I got it. I just And on. it's about what you get out yeah. of them. It's uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a waiting game. Yeah. Okay. Give me a blonde. Give me a blonde. Look, it's a game show. <laughs> you say give me a blonde? Give me a blonde. Oh, okay. Now we're okay, there we go. See, I like that. And it's okay. I think men now feel intimidated like they can't say what they want, but just be honest about it. Like I have a very specific I want type. a woman. Yeah, I want a woman. That's fine. I want somebody with a vagina. You know, yeah, and, I, I prefer and that. A, okay. a good attitude, and that we can find that. There's plenty of women out there with vaginas and good attitudes. Now, Riley, because we haven't even really gotten into this, Riley, and I know. Have you been uh, since the kiss? Have you been doing any more dating, or is it? 
Uh, not yet, no. Okay. Um, I like I the attitude, to. though. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, not, yet. Not, not yet. But Very I will. optimistic. I will soon. You got to speak it into existence. Exactly. You know, yeah. put it on the vision board. I used to think that was such bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I got high one, like New Year's Day, and I made a vision board, and then all the shit came true. I was like, God damn. Okay. <laughs> so I think if you speak it out into the universe, you're just like, I want a blonde woman mm-hmm. who I can cuddle, or maybe she cuddles me, you, you'll, you'll see what happens. Wow. Yeah. You got to ask Riley, me. I mean, look- I really believe, and is Atlanta too far for you for a woman? Not Riley. Do you oh, have no. a mileage? Uh, do you have a a distance? No, Atlanta. How far is Atlanta? In far? So. Not far at all. Thirty-four minute flight, four-hour drive. I got you. Not bad. But I got women all over. Like I, I have a posse of beautiful women in Nashville. Yeah, I got you. Okay, I don't want to end up in any sort of because legally it's going to come back onto me. Okay, so. sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I can find you well. love too. I can find okay. you love too. Yeah, how old are you, Riley? I need to make sure you're legal. I'm I'm 22, almost 22. 23. Great, 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 great. Yeah, going on 23. I love. Yeah, that. yeah. That when somebody's young, they also tell you how old they're about to be next. In 18 weeks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, I would, I, 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 I would like it. You know, I would like to find somebody. Um, I had a girl just, just kind of deserted me recently, but um, would, she just left you in the dust, huh? She just left you in the dust, or ghosted you, or what? Yeah, she. Um, well, I was living in Iowa, and mm-hmm. I had two kids, and they were at the county fair, <laughs> and she passed through town, and that's how we met. I was taking, I was taking photos down by a bridge. Okay, and uh-huh. um. No, that's Bridges of Madison. County. Okay, <laughs> okay, sorry. I just really like it. But um, what what happened? No, yeah, she just told me it just wasn't for her, man. She told me it wasn't for her. So how do you feel? I'm, I was a little bummed actually because I felt like I just didn't share. Kind of, I think I had some more feelings and I didn't mm-hmm. share them, and okay. so I felt like I got kind of left just like. She did it over text, which was a little bit of a, I, I thought it wasn't cool. I hate that. I don't even like to text, period. Like, I am old school. Call me on a home phone. Like, yeah. I want to chit-chat. Oh, yeah. Break in my fucking yeah. house. Okay? Yes, yes. Break in my window, Breathe bitch. over me in the middle of the night yeah. and be like, yo, we're go- we meeting for lunch tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the level of intrusion oh, I want. Club me and put me in your fucking stepdad's Acura trunk, okay? Fuck yes. I want to know that you care. Do you notice that always? It's like on Amber Alerts. It's always a fucking like maroon Acura <laughs> every fucking time. Yeah. You know, I don't know what kind of like uh, marketing they're doing, but every time I get an Amber Alert, it's like maroon Acura. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the crazy part is with advertising on the phones, an hour later, I'll get Acura sale. Come on down <laughs> to Acura. It's like, this is insane, You're man. Like, fuck no. I'm not setting myself up for <laughs> failure. No. Yeah, it's just crazy though how you're how the advertising. But yeah, I think look, there's probably good women out there. And do you um, have a type? Do I have a type? Really? You know, I think I'm kind of surprised a little bit. I like to have a woman that maybe has a little bit of probably probably faith. I think she likes to laugh. Yeah, she doesn't have to be like uh, the funny person just to get jokes though. Yeah, I will have. Like just she just has to be able to read, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just like, so, like a basic sense of humor. Yeah, basic sense of humor. What well, else? Well, you said do faith, like? like you want a woman who believes in the Lord, believes in some sort of faith. It doesn't Love have it. to be, you know, it doesn't have to be Christian. Yeah, but it has to be some sort of has some relationship with a higher power or wants to. Yeah, I don't want somebody just fucking hitchhiking the galaxy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like, I need to know if there's a rapture. You're going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. need to know that you have a final destination. Doesn't have to be heaven. It could be your yeah, own heaven. Yeah. But I just need to know that, like, we have something to look forward to together. Yeah, it could yeah. be somebody from Grubhub is going to come pick you up off the counter and take <laughs> yeah, you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh, okay. But you got to have, you got to be a side item on some deity's battleship. Yeah, you know? I, feel, I feel you there. Um, So I think like that, maybe. What else do I like? I, you know, I want, to, obviously, somebody that I'm attracted to. Um, do you, are you more of like a blonde brunette, redhead? Like, do you care at all? I mean, I and it's okay to Blondes say these things don't out like loud. Me that much. They don't. They do not, and it's okay. And she can see it. Yeah, I can see it, <laughs> and it's fine. They do not like. I don't know what it is. They've never. I've never really been their cup of tea. I think so. You probably don't date blondes then, or you, you date more brunettes. I've I've tried. You tried. I've okay. sent them DMs. I don't okay. hear back from these women. Well, any women that are you know uh, followers of mine that are listening, yeah. I slide into Theo's DMs, there and I really want a, like hot blondes. Like I just I think you'd look good with the blonde. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. or if you're like kind of a cross-eyed brunette, also slide DMs. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like you'd also thrive with somebody with like a loose eye, you know? Yeah, look, I mean, you can you can have something that isn't exactly perfect. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect, so I got a lot of loose pieces, mm-hmm. and um, and so yeah, but yeah, I'm open to dating. You know, I'm trying to be a little bit more realistic about it, and just you. like actually not just dating whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to actually you know use my time wisely. But I feel like when you find the right person, you will know. Oh, you do. You do. You do. When my husband, we met, I mean, when we were like 22, he walked into a bar in New York and I literally said to my friend, Tina, who's here, I said, holy shit, I'm going to marry him. No. She was like, Jeff like they were high school friends she was like my buddy Jeff I was like oh my god like this it was like a voice I don't know where it came from Mm -hmm. it was like deep in my taint and it just came out and I was like that's that's who I'm gonna marry and sure enough I mean, 10 years later, but we're married. It took a while. It's yeah. wild. It took a while. <laughs> took a while. Yeah. Took a couple of, uh, took a couple, took like a couple one of things decade. to be expunged. Yeah. 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 yeah but yeah. we got to it. We got to yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Um, do you, uh, do you remember your first kiss though, growing up? Yes. We, we talk I do. about this a lot and we've had a lot of, you know, unique people sit here and talk about it. Travis Tritt. Um, who else came in here and talked about that? Morgan Wallen we talked mm-hmm. about. Um, to me, the first kiss, like, yeah, I remember my first, like, peck. It was, like, Levi. It was do. my boyfriend in kindergarten. But my first, like, adult kiss with tongue, mm-hmm. I was 13. It was Michael Campbell. Shout out to Michael Campbell if you're listening. Damn. I was on a beach in Destin on spring break. Yes. And I think he, like, it, like, it was one of those things where you're, like, at that weird age where everyone's like, so are we all going to stand in a circle tonight and, like, make out? Like, it was that. Yeah. And he just tapped me on the shoulder. He turned me around and he <gasps> shoved his face in mine. And it was just like a, you know what I mean? Just like a, yes. just an oral, he was just. Almost like mouthwash, just really hitting mm-hmm. every spot in the yeah. mouth. Was it enjoyable? Well, Absolutely not. Cycle Campbell, they call him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still, Campbell. yeah, he still has whiplash from it. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. And once you stopped, and his body started spinning, it oh. was like something on him was going to be rotoring. One hundred percent. And wow. I remember turning around, like, like it happened. It was like thirty seconds, and then he like walked away into the night in the <gasps> sand. I was like, was that a ghost? And I was in like a tank cane, and I was like, fuck yeah, and that girl. Beach is a Cheyenne song came on by yep. Garth Brooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I just and it was like the thunder rolls, you know, yeah. and then the lightning strikes i was like yeah hell yeah i just kissed michael campbell yeah damn uh-huh. god michael campbell and i'll say this that's michael a good campbell, name too you got a damn good name right. for somebody you hope you did something mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i hope you did something with yourself and you're not just out there building fences <laughs> right. you know right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is code word for being in prison being you know? in prison uncle tom's building fences you mm-hmm. know um I remember, I remember now you really making me think about when we would go to the beach and uh 
and we would go and during the day we would try to get liquor then we would bury it in the sand <laughs> because we like a sand dune yes because yeah. we couldn't bring it back up to the hotel room because the parents would see it yeah and then we'd go out at night and there used to be boys and girls would just be walking up and down the beach at night like on the beach like right where you could drown you know the freaking old natalie holloway circuit you know oh, shit. and you'd be out there just trotting along yeah and you would meet up with somebody and you might make out with them and you were only 13 or 14 i can't even believe we navigated it it seems like how how did we pull that off yeah i remember getting so much trouble the first time i took booze down i got a thing of um like seagram's the blue gin because oh, yeah. i thought it was going to taste like gatorade God, and that and looked nice it looked so nice and that I brought it down. bottle was kind of square a little bit uh -huh. coming up. Yeah, it was like a sharp bottle, you know, and I brought it down and we just like buried it in the sand dune. My best friend Mary Beth and I were like, yeah, we're going to chug it. And I was like, what the fuck is gin? You know, my eyebrows just melted off and I was like, I didn't want this to happen. My tank kini's just falling off. It was, yeah. yeah, I was traumatized and my mom found it under my bed when I got back from like spring break and she's like, you're an alcoholic. Like, and I'm like, mom, I barely drank it. Like I had like a sip of it with yeah. Gatorade and I threw up for two hours. So yeah, yeah. Really drank mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the God, word you'd be like, you just try to make out with your mom. Like, I don't remember, like, the first couple of times you got drunk, it was like crazy shit. You're like, Dad's cute, you know? <laughs> oh, my. It would just be, shit would be crazy. Like, what? And your parents, and you guys were at Charles and Charlie's or whatever. You guys, and Charlie's. Yeah, whoever the fuck they were, dude, they were gay men. And you guys were over there, and the people, your parents were like, what in the hell is going on? I studied abroad in Italy and I literally was so fucked up the whole time I was there and had the best time. But I thought I was going to go, like, go to Italy and like find like a hot Italian man. And I hooked up with like a Romanian or Croatian. And then I'm like making out with this guy one night. And his name's Fernando. Ooh. And we're talking. I'm like, where are you from in Italy? He's like, I'm from Cancun. And I was like, I'm the only person who went to Italy to study abroad and hooked up with a Mexican guy. Yeah. But his family owned Carlos and Charlie's. No. So that was the big deal. He's like, come to Cancun. I, my family owns Carlos and Charlie's. I was like, hell yeah. Did you go? Like, hell yeah, I did. We're, we're still facebook friends you're lying you know i swear to god yeah yeah yeah. And, but i also i also don't 100 no i know for a fact his family did not own carlos and charlie's because right. i got there and like we had to wait in line you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? damn, yeah. <laughs> it's like god damn it fernando he was hot though so yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. damn that's hilarious yeah man. that's great do you remember were you guys pretty well off growing up or your parents have some money so my you dad went to a private school i did but my i remember the beginning when my dad was trying to build his business he ended up being very successful but i remember at the beginning my mom has this like triggering moment where my my dad essentially i guess like did he invented like the software for the online credit report oh dang. so he was big in the mortgage business and was like a computer nerd but we started from nothing and i remember one day we were at the grocery store and i said mom we can't get that it was like ice cream i was like we can't get it we don't have a coupon my mm. mom said she went home that day and was like you better fucking make this business work because these kids are like really like shaming me in a kroger um but yeah i mean when by the time i graduated high school dad had sold his company and he did well so yeah, yeah. but i had this like great southern father and who was just like so i mean he had this like deep southern voice and and he was just like, baby girl, you can do anything. You're a goddamn McMahon. Like, go for it. Like, Damn. he loved being a girl dad, even though he was like this larger in life, larger than life character. He looked exactly like Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but oh, white. Yeah. So imagine white Uncle Phil. That is literally my father. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that, man. Uh, I, um... And he died of cancer. What kind of cancer did he get? Pancreatic. Oh, once it gets down there, it's Oh, tough. you're fucked. Yeah. And it was crazy. From the day of diagnosis to the day of death, it was one week. 
You're lying. I swear to God he was going to have a fucking heart attack in Waffle House. He went to Waffle House every day. He had his own booth. Like, they have a booth with a plaque on it okay. where my dad used to go. So he was really... Yeah. I, I mean, I thought for sure if, if somebody called me and they're like, he just dropped dead in a Chick-fil-A, I'd be like, that's on brand, dad. Yeah. That's yeah. on brand. Um, but yeah, he had no idea. And so we went to the hospital and they're like, yeah, he's got, you know, the, he's, he'll be lucky to make it through the night. And we got him to MD Anderson in Houston. And then it was like a week later. So it's also weird because when you talk to other people about cancer they're like yeah my mom struggled with chemo for three years and i'm like we had a fucking week like i still went yeah. through it and saw it but it wasn't i didn't have the same experience as everybody else right it was insane yeah yeah it was very quick if you get pancreatic cancer but then you have like that one asshole we had this real dick in our neighborhood mm -hmm. and he's had pancreatic cancer stage four for like 13 years he's still kicking it yeah. but i'm like if you survive it you're you're an asshole like if you're still on this earth i think god either wants you to learn something teach somebody something or you still have something left to do mm. i was like my dad peaked that's the way i have to like rationalize it he was such a great guy he had had the successful company he fucking did it he peaked so once you peak you're done. Like lights out. Yeah. You're you're gonna die. Yeah. So if you start to feel yourself peaking, man, yeah. you better you, you better, better get slow humble your and figure roll. it out. Get real fucking lazy. Yeah. And make sure your will and estate is you know yeah, you in the right place. That's a good point, actually. Mm -hmm. It is a scary feeling to feel like, what else do I need to do, or what else am I supposed to do? Yeah. But it's also a feeling, a nice feeling to think like, what else am I? What is? What other purpose do I have? And to find some other purpose. Right. I think that's where I've been at recently, just real recently, just trying to figure out like. Find some more purpose for myself that's not involving me. Like that's one thing, yeah. a side effect of doing our jobs these days is it's a lot of me. Yeah. And it's a lot of me and it's a lot of like, do you know, you're the product kind of in a way. And yeah. so it's a lot of me and it's like, God, you're so damn yeah. si and sick, then I become sick like of myself. Self-loathing too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so fucking sick of myself. Yeah. And then I had these moments where like I never had anxiety before and I've recently like been getting super fucking anxious. It's like almost like a manifestation through my body where I'm like my head's like I'm just like what the fuck is happening? And I'm like I gotta get over myself. And then I'm like you know it's like just stay fucking humble and not that I'm not but it's like you're like why am I feeling this anxiety? Like I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm here for but it's like trying to find that bigger purpose. Like maybe, yeah. maybe it's the Lord telling me like slow your fucking roll do something else for somebody you know yeah, yeah yeah i think well that's what they say sometimes yeah like um that i'll find if i find yeah other stuff to do for if i find stuff if i make my focus other people right then i'll find more joy you know but yeah it's interesting man because you start to become that it's a lot about you because you're mm -hmm. the product and you're the only one doing it and you're also you're the production company you're the there's so many little things that you are and it's like and then also we you you made it work that way. So right. it's hard to It's adjust. hard to delegate. Yes. I don't know how to tell anybody oh, to do anything. Awesome. My entire family is like, you need to hire someone. But I'm like, when you've been hustling and on the grind, it's like, I just know how to do it. And that's another thing. Pisces, we're not great at delegating. Oh, like, Jesus, I'm like, if I don't not? do it for my... No, we're not. We're terrible at it. I mean, you got a good crew here and you got Riley. You got to write this down. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard to just like let go of the reins and be like, okay, I trust somebody else because when you're like a and grass... Do we sleep on our side or not? Do we sleep on our back or side? No, we sleep on our tummy do you sleep face down oh. or on your side mm. i've been doing like kind of this almost 45 degree angle thing i gotta okay. figure it out okay we sleep My, on our tummy we do sleep on our tummy i'm like face down <clears throat> yeah okay yeah we're getting our lives together don't no it's good no because yeah. i don't know yeah. a lot of this and i think this is one thing where men and women we don't know what's going on right in the stars so we're out there hooking you know like right. we think everything's a little dipper mm. you know <laughs> and we're like oh that's a little dipper you know 
Yeah, I mean, I really had to have these moments like after coming off the road and like basically sitting at home for 2020. I'm like, shit, I've had time to like be in the quiet and reflect. And I realize I only thrive in chaos. Like when mm. I'm on the road, when I'm out auditioning, when I'm on 65 flights in a month, that's where I do well. When I have time to kind of sit alone in my own thoughts, I'm like, this is a scary place to be. Yeah. And it's not that I'm like, you know, not in tune with who I am. I think you have to be to do comedy. But there's just moments like I don't do well in silence. Mm. Maybe I'm fucking codependent as shit. I don't know what it is, but I need to have like the noise around me. I'm also freezing my eggs right now, so I'm on a lot of hormones. So I'm just like, Are you? literally, I'm sweating through everything I have on right now. Oh, damn. And I think that's also why my anxiety is bad, but it's a fucking wild ride. Dude. Frozen eggs, baby. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But they basically, like, I have to put testosterone gel all over my shoulders at Ooh, night. Damn, I girl. already, I'm built like a water buffalo. Like, I don't I wouldn't fucking, say that. I'm but, built like a Conestoga wagon. I know that. I'm built oh, like, yes. pull up a gingerbread man. This is exactly what I'm like. Ladies, if anybody wants some of this, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I want you to know what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full throttle. We're going no frosting. Uh-huh. Okay. We're going no frosting, though, ladies. But you pull, pull up a water up, buffalo, too. Yeah, pull and then up you'll water see. buffalo and gingerbread man, please. <laughs> yeah. Can we get two images, Riley, whenever you get a chance? Yeah. You know, the brain is one of the biggest organs in the body. And I made that up, but that could be true. You know, these days, you don't know what's true, man. There's so much stuff rattling around in your head. Facts, different things, vitamins, um, scenes from old movies, war reenactment, all kind of stuff. That's why you need to create some headspace. Wouldn't it be great? If there were a pocket-sized God that helped you sleep and focus and act and be better, well, if you have 10 minutes a day, Headspace can change your life. It's that daily dose of mindfulness, that peace that you taken, taken you back from the greedy vacuum of the world. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. This isn't bootleg research. That's right, Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash T-H-E-O. That's headspace.com slash T-H-E-O for a one-month free trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. If you've been in a car accident or you're just waiting for something, if your husband or wife left you, whatever it is you need to get away from or have a little bit of peace from, or if it's just a long day, Headspace can help you. Headspace.com slash Theo for one free month. Um, yeah, it's interesting as you start to like kind of know what you are and what's going on, you yeah. know? But I can't imagine, you know, women, you guys get that. So when they do the eggs, what do they do? Take me through the egg hunt. It is such a wild ride. And, and for, can anybody do it or you have to be chosen? No, no, anybody can do it as long as you have eggs. So okay. you might actually have a couple eggs. I don't know. You could look into it. Oh, dude, I feel like a little bit of a bit sometimes, <laughs> brother, between us, man, between us. Now, that one looks a little too, I don't want to sit that one. I need one a little bit lighter tone. That one looks a little bit Argentine for me <laughs> no not the water buffalo the gingerbread, the gingerbread man mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah okay i could see this do you have like thick hands though no you've got a nice slender no, hand my arms only have medium length arms there we go let's yeah. go with that happy okay. go lucky guy right there mm-hmm. there we go oh yeah and even the one that's kind of running away mm-hmm. at the that's bottom you. that's me yeah there pisces we go. running away from our problems yeah <laughs> that's me right yep. there 
They'll hit the water buffalo. That's yeah. me to a T. A solid, slender ankle. Ooh, you know what I mean? Beautiful like, ankles, yeah. Yeah, great ankles, Ugh. but just really, I mean, it's just all the powers mm, right here. Make a sock out of my freaking wiener. That thing looks <laughs> nice, bro. Oh, how's that little baby right there, yeah. son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. So that's where I'm at. But yeah, I have to put testosterone gel and then like take estrogen pills. So I'm just mm. spiraling. Like I don't know what the fuck's happening. And where do you eat it? Do you just, where, you guys for all summer you're in that field or what do you guys do? Yeah, yeah. We just hang out in the field mm-hmm. and then roll around in testosterone and grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we actually eat, I mean, we, we, you know, we graze, if you will. Oh, I love that. We graze a little bit. Then we also smoke a lot of menthols. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Woo, woo. That's what I'm talking about. A little about. testosterone gel, a little Damn. glaze in the grass, and then yeah. a lot of menthols. These eggs are uh, lightly charred, huh? Exactly. You know what I'm saying, dude? Now, did you date a lot of brothers growing up? Because I feel like it, you seem like, and people must say this all the time, you yeah. kind of that brother bait. Did you drive a Honda Civic and date a lot of brothers? I did not drive a Honda Civic. Um, I drove an old BMW. But so the oh, I would say like if Jeff got hit, but I have a very distinct type, and it's literally like my father. Okay. I, like, I consider like identify as a lumbersexual. I like Ooh. men and like plaid shirts with chest hair and beards and like medium penises like that is to me okay that's that's my type okay um but the, but the men who hit on me inside my dms the most are urban gentlemen yeah. for sure i had a man after a show in atlanta one time he came up to me he's like damn girl never lose your groceries <laughs> and i was like i mean i'm so sorry i have no i literally was stumped and i was like i'm so sorry sir what and he's like you know girl y'all melons and then just like then they just walked away and i was like i don't know what just happened but i'm kind of turned on right now yeah black men also i think they just have a level of they can i think fuck at a different level i feel like i don't know yes yes yeah i don't know i i um my last couple boyfriends were not black but yes those are the men who here's the thing i think because there's, they're, there's bra- they're, about, excited. they're they're excited they're like ready to do they're like fun but they also like really confident women and and i think that's what it is like mm. we look at black women they're always just like owning themselves yeah. in their body so comfortable like what do white women have we have like gwyneth paltrow telling us we have to do a fucking cleanse and put crystals up our vagina all the time yeah so i think i'm i kind of carry that southern big hair big tits like let's fucking go you yeah. know um, energy. So. How many people think you're that lady who married the football player's wife? Do you, Wait, or you're you that be lady. a little bit more specific. The lady who married the, the football lady, player? The lady that had a reality show for a while on Bravo. Do people ever think you're that lady? Oh, Kim Zolciak. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So my mom went up to her to Publix one time. Your they mom thought in- he was you? <laughs> yes. My mom went up to her and was like, Kim, my daughter looks just like you. And then showed her a photo of me and Kim was not happy with it. But I'm like, <laughs> Kim, come on, girl. I'm like that's you funny. with like, you know, an extra 20 pounds. But yes, I do get told I look like Kim all the time. Oh, that's funny. I get a lot of random stuff. Um, but Kim look all different now. I mean, I haven't seen her in years or anything. I just remember they used to have a show that she yeah. was on. Yeah, don't be tardy was, for the party. Um, and it was because uh, her husband played. Atlanta football Mm -hmm. and I'm a Saints fan so we would see they would play each other but I get uh, Anna Nicole Smith a lot oh yeah Yeah, the deceased yeah deceased rest in peace but I get her like when she was having a good day Mm. I used to work at this gym in LA and this old guy named Moses would come in all the fucking time and he would just scream Anna Nicole you're here and I'd be like (laughs) god damn it Moses like I know you're in a knee brace and you're here to exercise but I want to fucking take you out by the knees like I don't need you and then everybody would kind of turn and look at the counter and they'd be like oh she is Anna Nicole and I'm like god damn it yeah. yeah 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 i wonder what musical we would be in sound of music is good it's man. a good one yeah 
I mean, we're not hitting Hamilton. You know what I mean? No. I just don't think we have the diversity or the talent for it. So yeah. I think, I, yeah, I don't know. And I don't like those. Sh- I think a lot of the uniforms, they were on a ship or something. I don't like a lot of that. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Then, I mean, what else can I'm we do? Or- we could do like Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. We can oh, hell that. yeah. Hell yeah. We could have a moment in Dirty Dancing. Again, we would have no pants on. No running on a <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just remember. You're the one thing. Yeah, that song you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Okay. And, but then I would pick you I up. Because I keep singing it and you're seeming like you don't know what I'm talking <laughs> no. about. And it's making me nervous. No. I'm time of my life. Hold on, we got to harmonize. Never felt this way before. <laughs> yeah, let's go. No, I know it. I know it. I was letting but you take the lead. I'm in a wheelchair. Oh, I got to be in a wheelchair. And yeah. in the end, I'll just go off a little ramp. And then I'm at the bottom and you crush me. But yeah. we figure it out. We're like, obviously, it's like stage combat where I don't actually get hurt. But that's the new twist that you end up killing me. Do you have a, a, a thing that you got to blow into for the I got wheelchair? Because they did a fundraiser. Yes, I love that. They did a fundraiser volleyball game. Oh, God, and it rained, good. but people still came and gave money. And somebody got electrocuted because they also had a band there. And that guy died, but it wasn't about him. It wasn't, It's never about him. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, hey, you know what, Dylan? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You always try and make it about you. But because he's a Taurus. And that's how that works. Yeah, he is. He's a Taurus, dude. Yeah. He's a Taurus, but he ain't no freaking bull like no, you. No, he ain't a water buffalo. No, he ain't. God, it's like looking in the mirror. Oh. Oh. Really, I just don't. I mean, I understand the mm-hmm. relationship to. I I understand seeing an object. Pull up Conestoga wagon, if you will, please, Raleigh. Uh, I, I couldn't <laughs> fucking tell you. Also, let me let's go on record. First time an Asian guy has asked me how to spell something. And no offense, Riley, Riley I'm not, not no assuming offense. you're Asian, but Conestoga wagon. But go we expected better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about this, dude? Fucking gas, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just type in wagon. And no, I, let's, I got it. One I got of those it. would come up. Let's see you spell it out. I actually want to see this go on. Because the spelling bee at our school, and shout mm-hmm. out this girl, Helena. And they Ooh. called her Big Helena. Ooh. She was pregnant. That's why she was big. And mm. people were still like, you're fat. And she's like, I have a black baby in me. You know, it was like kind of. But she's no. like, I'm about to fucking crush this spelling bee. <laughs> yeah. Suck a dick. Yeah. She won the spelling bee in fifth grade. Pregnancia. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I missed that. Women the, can do anything. Yeah. I'm telling you. Thank you. We can. Thank you. Look at the Statue of Liberty. Okay. That Look bitch what that is bitch in, did. You know, she's in heels and she's been standing up that long. She's been doing it. Crushing Praise it. God. Uh, this is a Conestoga wagon. Oh, That's oh, how I'm built. Yes. Hold on, let me take a look at you. Let me take a look at the wagon. 100%. That I've actually never seen something more accurate. Thank you. Yep, the neck is right. Yep. Yep, limited neck. Now limited I can't, neck. I can see, you know, I'll look around, but it's it's a lot of it's for show. Yeah. So, but see, you're self-aware. That's another thing about being a Pisces. You're self-aware. Oh, too you know, self-aware. Too self-aware. And that's why we get anxiety. Yeah. I think. No, I think you might be right. God. Uh-huh. I wish yeah. I freaking knew you more because I just need a lot of this information. I got you. I, I will literally help you. I'll find you love. I'll do your taxes. Not well, but I will do them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll find you love and, and help you fix your life. Okay. I, that's But that's also another thing. I like to kind of help and fix people. Oh, like do? I love a fucking project. Yeah, I love a project. Oh, dang. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. A mm. fixer-upper? Let's go. Give are me a tool you, belt. Um, are you touring? What are you going to be doing? 
So I kind of did what you did. I did a bunch of the live shows. Here's my thing. My audience gets really fucking rowdy. Like originally they were like, let's do some of these drive-in shows. But I'm like, I've had to call an ambulance multiple times for these drunk women. So I said, the last thing we want to do is have a drive-in show where then there's like a 15 car pileup on the highway and my name's on the marquee. So I was like, let's not do anything with vehicles. Um, so you guys had a bad drive-in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you no, know, I just, I was like, I'm not going to do the drive-in shows. I know that's what everybody was doing this summer. So I'm waiting. I mean, I, I had to put my tour on hold. So I hope we're able to go out in the fall. I need to like pop in and start doing some shows again. But no, I haven't. I haven't. And it's kind of nerve wracking. I think now some no, of the anxiety terrified. can come from that. You're like, yeah. will people still come out? They came out before. Yeah. Will they come out again? And I, 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 I fear that. I think everybody, I think a lot of people do in our business, you know, you just don't know. You had, right. things were going pretty decently. You yeah. don't know if people forget about you, if they forgot, you know, like, even though there's proof that they didn't, right. you still just don't know sometimes. I know my audience pretty well, though. I mean, I they would say- They love you. They, I mean, listen, I have a, ver a very strong female audience and, and you know, I am their white Oprah and I'm just so proud to have that role. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I know that these women, I mean, they message me on the fucking regular. They're like, I've got three kids. I've been locked up raw yeah, with my huh? fucking husband. You know, Marcus, like, I'm going to literally murder the whole family you better be performing this weekend so i have a feeling it's going to be like revenge travel like these women yes. when they're able when they're able to be in a theater again they're going to be losing their fucking shit oh, yeah. so and i had a wild uh tour in 2019 where i was like god damn i almost like felt a little self-conscious i was like do i come off as like a raging partier because i mean i drink but nothing crazy and these women would just be like getting so fucked up at the yeah. shows and i had to be like hey guys i want you to enjoy this and take something away from the show so like pump the brakes <laughs> on the seltzer before you get here um but i think it's gonna get even wilder like i think i'm gonna have to just do some crazy shows right out of the gate and then we can get back to like trying to be a professional you know yeah. what i mean yeah that's a good point you know i stopped in the comedy club last night and um and half the crowd i felt like was just wanting to be out yeah they just want to be out somewhere. If it's a woman or man, whoever's come, they're bringing their, they've wheeled their partner out. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The partner does not want to be there. The partner wants to be doing something else. They just got into like chess.com or some bullshit <laughs> that eventually will lead them out of the marriage. Yes, because they saw the Queen's Gambit. And now they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a fucking chess tycoon. You're like, no, you're not. You're 20 years behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, so I think a lot of people are just wanting to be out right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm starting to get that itch. I mean, other than the fact that I'm sweating because I'm on a lot of hormones right now. But yeah, I'm starting to get that itch where I just need, it's a revenge travel. Like, I'm ready to go. I had COVID. I'm like, I've got the antibodies. Let's roll, you know? Um, are you hot in your can the AC on? Oh, I'm fucking melting. But again, it's because I'm on testosterone. Is so. it? I was on yeah. some a little bit. I got off of it. But yeah. will you, do you mind cutting the uh, air conditioner on? It's right outside of the door. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you could have it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Please be. I'm fucking melting. I've drank like already this water. I'm hitting a smoothie. <sighs> it's been a while. Yeah. Ride. Well, you look nice though. I don't see any sweat you. on your head or anything. <laughs> well, I'm just, I feel like the pants are getting, you know what I mean? Just, I mean, when you have big tits though, it just, oh, yeah. it all, it captures right around your heart, which then all, that's why I have fucking hot flashes all the time. That's the other thing performing. I'm a very physical comedian and mm -hmm. I get off stage and then I have to do these meet and greets and I have to like change clothes yeah. and I don't sweat in normal life. I mean, it's amped up obviously because I'm yeah. on g testosterone gel, but um, yeah, I, I want to get on. I remember getting, uh, I would get sweaty on stage and I remember, yeah, I never had any tits like that. I had decent, I, I used to do steroids and I had some pretty good tits for a little bit, but that was in college, you know, mm -hmm. and they were just, you know, chest more. Muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I feel like I'm on roids right now. Like, Fuck I literally yeah. called my doctor before I came in. I've only been on these for a week. But you basically have to do this shit where you have to, like, prep your body so you can grow a ton of eggs. Oh, really? And then they go in and they try and take as many eggs as possible. No way. And it's a really weird feeling. It's like, yeah, it's almost like Angry Birds. Yeah, no, it's literally Angry Birds. And it's the weirdest feeling because most people, they, like, take their eggs and then they're immediately, like, trying to ha- get pregnant. But I've got to go finish tours. And, like, my career is just now in this place where I'm like, Okay, I, I, but my doctor's like, you need to try and get these out while you can because in two years it might be hard to get pregnant. So I'm doing all this shit to make to your body think that you're pregnant to prepare to then oh. not have somebody like hand you a baby. It's the weirdest thing. Oh. So it's a real big emotional, I mean, obviously you're a hormonal roller coaster, but I'm just like about to have to start shots in like a week. <laughs> like what? It's just the most outer body feeling. Do they give you a practice, like a. Like a baby to carry around just like to a kind cabbage of like, patch doll to take the the edge off. Um, you know they can, and actually, I think I should probably request that. I don't know why I didn't ask for that in the beginning. Yeah, you get like a little papoose with the baby, and it's really just to see like if you are suitable to be a parent. Yeah, to get mm-hmm. a temp, at least something to keep under your arm for an hour. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just something to take that little grit out of you. Yeah, and I asked my my husband. Um, I said, you know, like ideally, when would you want to have kids? He's like, it's just such a typical dude answer. He's like, I don't know, like five to seven years. Yeah. I'm like, the clock is ticking, <laughs> bro. Like, I don't have that. He's like, let's start in like seven years. I'm like, I'll yeah. be like well into my 40s. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, He's so, like, after Illinois wins, you know, like, uh, we don't know when that's going to be. <laughs> oh, everything's around Penn State, you know? Yeah. He's just like, yeah, when Penn State like wins a championship. And so I'm like, yeah, good luck to you. When they stop molesting people, yeah, then maybe. But fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm They're in get- the wrong business. <laughs> no, people. So many people have been molested and called into this show, so it's totally yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to cover in here? Let's let's bring up another question that came in uh, from someone that loves you, and uh, and we'll see what we can do here. Actually, you know what I want to get to real quick. Let's bring up that video of um, we do something on here where we do something fun, nice for single moms. So we had somebody who called in and submitted one. So let's get that. that video up real quick, if you don't mind, Riley Mal. Oh, okay. Is your type nervous? Hey, Theo, it's Cody from Central Pennsylvania. I wanted to nominate my coworker Kim uh, as a single mother. Um, You know, whenever we come back to our office, uh, have bad day, had a hard day. uh, She's always a smiling face, um, cheers us up, and a great woman. Um, You know, she's raised uh, a good daughter. uh, Got a good head on her shoulders. Um, You know, she's trying to take care of her mother. Um, commuting to take care of her mother as well. Um, and it's just been a little tough lately. Um, figured I'd reach out, but, um, gang, 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 baby. Thanks for the call. Let's call Kim real quick and we'll just, I love that you do this. Let's give her a call. Yeah. Look, it's, uh, it's nice that people support, man. And I remember my mom always just like, I just, sometimes if she would have had like a little extra cat, just to do something, you know, just so she like a couple of hours, she didn't have to think about some, you know, like. I feel like it just would have helped her a lot. Um, but what do I know also? Let's see. Let's call him up, Riley. Can you get that lady on there? Kim is her name? Yep. He's on. He's on. Stand by. Oh, God. I cannot wait to set up Riley. I'm so thrilled. Yeah. Now that I want to see. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm sure I could eventually figure out something. If something real, you know, positive comes across your desk, let me know. Can you switch to the camera so they can see me or Riley? Or There we go. She's going to think I'm a damn pedophile. Hey, Kim? Yes. Hey, my name is Theo. I'm just, uh, I guess I'm a stranger, really, but um, I yes, am I'm, calling yep. you a friend of yours. I work on a podcast. I'm a podcast guy. 
And yes. a friend of yours called, who was the guy who submitted the video, Riley? Can you tell me? Uh, Cody. Cody, a man named Cody that works with you, reached yes. out. And he said, because sometimes we, 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 I was raised by a single mother. Sometimes we do something nice for single moms. So he nominated you. He just said, look, there's a lady that works with me. And sometimes I, I'm having a bad day or at work we're having a bad day. And I see her and she always boosts my spirits. And she's been a great mom. She has a child and she's been taking care of her mother. And it's just been a lot. He said, I noticed it might have been some extra stress on her recently. So he just nominated you. Um, and we just do a thing where we just just give you a little financial gift of a thousand bucks and you can go do something fun. And um, and that's all it is. So we just I know it's a lot of me talking immediately out of the gate. And I just wanted to uh, to just let you know why I'm calling. So you don't think I'm some kind of pervert or something. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Theo. I really appreciate that. That is really awesome. Uh, Cody is an awesome friend and coworker. And uh, when he told me that he, he did this, um, I looked you up and I watched one of your podcasts um, and enjoyed it very much. So, um, so this, this is great in many ways because he, he opened my eyes to, to you and you're a funny guy. So, and he said that you do great things for people and um, just is wonderful. <laughs> well, that's sweet of him to say that. You know, it's nothing super big, but uh, yeah, sometimes it's nice to have a little bit, you know, just something extra to you, a little extra coin, you go do something, you know. Do something, take mom to the skate park or something, you know. Um, what does your mom enjoy doing? Do y'all spend any time? What's the, what's the time like that you guys spend together? Well, um, unfortunately, my mom is ill right now. Um, and I just saw her a couple days ago for the first time in over a year because oh. of COVID. And um, so she's struggling. Um, I'm trying to, to help her. Um, I live two and a half hours away from her, so it's not easy to see her on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just trying to help her, um, hopefully move her closer to me. Um, I, and just take care of her. Um, she's 71, um, which is, you know, still fairly young, I think, yeah. but. Oh yeah. A lot of games of Scrabble left in that lady, I think. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys like to play a board game or is there something you like to do? My mom and I like to play Scrabble sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, um, not recently um, because I've been away from her for a few years. Mm -hmm. um, we used to go to uh, concerts a lot. Oh, dang. Um, oh, yeah. We've been to, you know, anything from rock to country to it's pretty much anything. Um, so so that was really big for us for many years. Oh, wow. Um, and we're. Uh, we're big Washington football team fans. <laughs> oh, wow. That's incredible. Um, well, you know what? Also, I think maybe um, we'll have to send her some nice flowers or something. We'll grab her address from you, you know, so we can just, you know, and keep in touch and see if there's some other way that we can help out. I don't know if I know anybody with the Washington football team. I'd say I'd get you some tickets over there, but... I might, though. I'm going to have to ask around. Maybe we'll see what we can do. Um, and we have Heather McMahon here today, too. She's a comedian friend of mine. Hello. She, she might Hi, have Heather. some suggestions. I don't know. What, 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 do you, what do you do with your mom, Heather? Um, my mom's 73 and sassy. I mean, she loves a home goods. You know what I mean? She just likes to bebop around town. Um, yeah, here's the thing. We're going to figure out, I'm going to reach out to whoever I need to. We're going to get you some tickets to a Washington game. Oh, that'd yeah, be wild. I, I, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm well lubricated, well connected. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could your mom go to a game, you think, possibly one day? Or what do you think? Um, I'm hoping as of right now, no, just because of her medical issues right mm -hmm. now. But um, I'm, I sure hope that we can in the future. 
Okay. So that that is a little iffy right now, but um, <laughs> it would be great to take her to a game. It's been uh, uh, almost ten years since we've been to a game. So. Oh dang! Well, it's probably been that long since the team's been decent too. So. <laughs> um, probably a little over twenty. Okay. Ooh, well, and you're you still go. fans. Wow. <laughs> yes, good on you. Yes. Lifelong, lifelong fan. No matter how good or bad they they do. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. You don't meet a mother daughter uh, football fan. I, I haven't met it that much. I haven't. I just want to say I think it's so fantastic that you're taking care of your mom. I moved back in with my mom, and my mom's seventy three. And just like the, these, this time that you get uh, with your parents, just like hold on to it because it's yeah. you know you can't get the, get those years back. So you're doing the Lord's no. work. You really are. Well, thank you. That's why I want to move her closer to me so I can see her on a, a daily and weekly basis. Um, it's it's really, really difficult to have her so far away. And and I hadn't seen her in almost a year and a half, and it was just very difficult. Um, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an only child. Uh, my mom's an only child. So we have, like, the world's smallest family, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. And what's, yeah. what's the biggest thing preventing you from having her close right now? Um, financial issues yeah yeah um i i need to figure out how to get her moved up here um just moving costs um and find a a place that has some assisted she needs some assistance Mm -hmm. so um not necessarily an assisted living place but um possibly get a a nurse to come in to to check on her moving's expensive and help like nursing is so expensive So I, I yeah. hear you. It's uh, we looked into it for a family friend. I was like, I never realized how truly expensive oh, it is yeah. to get an extra set of yeah. hands. You know, it's it, yeah. And if you go through the government and stuff, it's hard to oh, get that. It. It's all these yeah. so much documentation, yeah. and you can't have a job a lot of times if you want to get help. It's really, it's really tough. You know what? I want to I is. want us to help out as much as we can. So I want to stay in touch and see if there's some way that we can't find some. Um, you know, I don't want to promise anything, but just see if we can see what the costs are and some of the longer term kind of thing. I know uh, when my mother's, when her husband, when her second husband died, one of her biggest, or as he got older, one of the tough things was my mother couldn't claim any income because if she did, she couldn't get like, you know, then she yeah. couldn't get assistance and all this. There's so much rigmarole. Um, so anyway, yeah. I bet your mom's so proud of you, though. She is. She is very proud of me, and and I'm proud of her too. <laughs> um, you know, she was a single mom, and uh, it, it was tough. And and now I'm a single mom uh, of five years, I guess it's been. And uh, yeah, it, it's tough, but uh, but we're very very close, and would like to continue that as long as possible. <laughs> well, we're gonna stay in touch and see what we can do to try and help out. And uh, and just thank you so much. And and um, yeah, just thanks for thank answering the phone today. Yeah, and just. It just puts us in a place of just remembering uh, that we're, you know, that everybody's kind of dealing with something, whether it's big or small sometimes, and that um, it's nice to connect and think about those things together. Right, right. Well, I really appreciate your help and your thoughtfulness. It's really awesome. Um, Well, that's sweet. You know, these days it's really hard to find nice people that want to help out, and um, I, I greatly appreciate it. Well, that's sweet of you to say that. And yeah, we're, we're going to stay in touch and see what we can do to try and, uh, I don't know, I, I feel like we can be a, a little more helpful though. And so I just want to see, let's let's see what we can do. And uh, and thanks for your time today. And um, I well, hope you guys have a nice day over there. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Theo. It was really nice meeting you. Thanks so much for your help. You bet. Take care. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Um, so sweet. 
yeah, it's got to be tough when your mom's far away, huh? Yeah. Especially if you want to go and it's like, if you're still working and then it take that, you got to get that extra time to go do that. I'll say after like moving back in with my mom, I, now I've done it twice, right? Right after my dad died, I had a, like a period where I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And like, I have a sister and she's fantastic, but her career was, she's an attorney and life was busy, but I like picked up and moved back home. And I was just so resentful for so many reasons. I was like mourning my the loss of my father, but also like my mom's a young spirit. Like she can do stuff, you know? It's not like, I mean, God bless, like she didn't need physical help. Um, but there were moments now looking back, I'm like, I can never get back, back that time with my mom. And so my, my husband and I literally gave up our apartment in New York and we've moved back in with my mom now. And we're like taking over our house and all this. And and Jeff, my husband is like so into it and he loves it. But I just like have so much fucking fun with my mom now. Like she's just the best. And I'm, huh. I'm like, the, it's the best decision. Most people are like, you live with your fucking mom. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> and we rage and it's amazing. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, I've never had more fun in my life. I don't want to hang out with anybody my own age. She's 73, doesn't look a day over 40, and she's just savage. She yeah. is unreal, yeah. and it's the best. I wonder if we had a show, and it would be like you, and like maybe you and your mom live together, and I'm like the brother that comes back and yes. lives with you guys yes. or something, and you think I'm going to help, but I don't help. Yeah. You just hang out in the basement, do Bitcoin, yeah. play FIFA. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I end up dating one of your mom's friends. You date one of the friends from the country club. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And then, like you, you bring her home to your basement yeah. apartment. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. It's not far off. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. But Riley, where do you fit in, man? We don't. We don't. We still don't have a lady for you, man. <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, I think uh, if if uh, Heather, you know, helps out with. Uh, I got you. I, I, I think you. I think you got me. I got you. When's your birthday? July 14th. So what do you with cancer? Yep. Ooh, we're going to get along. Mm. Cancer and Pisces. Okay, we're going to get along. I got you. Ladies, if you're listening and you like a cancer. They're not. It's a lot of sad men who listen to this. <laughs> yeah, and no offense, guys. I got y'all's back, fam. You feel me, yeah, dog? <laughs> gang, gang, baby. There you go. Um, no, I'm joking. I know. I'm sorry. No, 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 but I know they're sad. I, yeah, I know they are. I know they are. I can feel the energy just reads really sad. Um, and Riley's giving me a little. I mean, you're giving me a little joy, but. Most of sadness. <laughs> so you gotta really, you gotta beat it out of them. You, you know do. what I'm saying? Exactly. You do, and I love that. I mean, I listen to this podcast religiously, so I live for when you, you know, you just you give like the the least, but I can get the most from it. Yeah. So I just need you to know that even though you're doing the least, I'm getting the most, and that's <laughs> okay. what yeah. it's really all about, Riley. Right. So right. I got you. I will find you a woman with green eyes and maybe one leg, maybe two legs, you yeah. know, yeah. maybe three yeah. nipples. I don't know, but it's going to get freaky, but I will make sure she's a woman of the Lord. There you go. Yes. I got you. Amen. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Riley yeah, yeah, Mal. Yeah. Mal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring one more question from one of Heather's listeners and then I think we'll probably be good for the day. Great, because I've sweat through everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's kind of cute, I think. But... Oh, oh he... <laughs> that is not one of my listeners. Huh? It could be. It could be. Okay. Let's see. Hey Theo, hey Heather, it's Brent coming from Michigan, and yeah. Heather, I see you like to travel a lot. Ooh. Have you ever had like a near-death experience, and if so, where, and how did that go? Let us know. Okay, I love just the aggressive, yes. like, what's up? It's a very Michigan thing, too. I think so. You know what I mean? Just like, what is, what is life? Yeah. Um, near-death experience. 
Uh, let's see. I mean, dude, yeah, I almost died in Baltimore. I don't know if you've been to Baltimore. I have. It's basically the Black Main. It, it, and yeah, it gets a little. It gets a little little crazy. It like gets people, a little wild. Had, people had warned me. I was there for a show and people had warned me. They're like, just wait till um, you see somebody doing like the heroin. Yes. Leave. And they're literally like zombies walking out. And I played this club that was across from like one of the scary strips. Was it Magoobies or no? Was it? No. Sorry. I'm, I need to quit interrupting. No, 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 no. You're right. Um, no, I'm not. No, I think it was like, oh, shit. It was some I, I can't remember the the place. No, I just not. remember we rolled in, we couldn't find food anywhere. Yeah, and we were saying like they were like, "There's one street in Baltimore you can like stay in a hotel yeah. there. That you can get a sandwich here. Everything was closed. This wasn't during COVID. This is in 2019. I just remember <laughs> yeah, seeing this is during regular times. Yeah, like the subway was closed. Like the subway yeah. sandwich was. I was like, I just need a fucking sandwich. And then I came out and everyone's doing the heroin lean. Oh yeah. And then I'd never had a panic attack in my life, but for some reason, like just the energy of Baltimore, I had a panic attack right before I went out on stage, and I had to start the show and like work through it. Mm -hmm. So I did have that moment where I was like, okay, I I just did a show through a panic attack so I can do anything. Like Ooh. anything that gets thrown at me, I'm like, I got this. Yeah. And then when we got back out of the theater, it was more people doing the heroin lean. I was like, we got to get the fuck out of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't get it. And people from Baltimore got really upset. They're like, our town's great. We've got crabs. I'm yeah. like, if that's the only thing, yeah. you have crabs and Spirit Airlines. Like, I don't know what, I just don't see the draw. I really yeah. don't. Crabs are just SUV shrimp, bro. They're not they really shit, are. To be honest they really with you, are. It's just a shrimp and armored truck. That's yeah. all it is, bro. I mean, crabs are great, but it's not y'all. You know, it's happening underwater. You're not doing. It. I'd like to see you do more above ground. I, yeah, I 100. At least dolphins come out. They come out of the water. That's all. They I'm do saying. a little yes. hello, pop, pop yeah. in, pop out. Uh, yeah, I would love yeah. to see a crab. At least you know. Give me something. Give me something. Yeah. But yeah, Baltimore's a wild place, man. There's I definitely I remember going there one time and there was uh people, yeah, kinda heroined out up top, you know, just kinda wandering around. And UFC had just come there for the first time. So people were going insane. So you had people that were fighting each other in the street, and then you had heroin people just kind of like refereeing. There was a like a third world. I yeah. can't. It's a third, it's a fifth. It's gets yeah, it's yeah, it's like a two and a half world. I thought about getting into the UFC stuff. I know you're a big UFC guy, but I have some of the female UFC uh, fighters that follow me uh -huh. and I just expected these women to like come up they came to one of my shows in Atlantic City and I just expected them to be like ripped and they were like half my size and I'm like you're in the fucking octagon because <laughs> like I feel like I'm built to fight I'm a very like gentle person uh -huh. but I'm just I'm very limber like I got a high kick I'm strong you know I feel like I would thrive in that environment but yeah. I don't know I know you're training How's I could that? see I, yeah, I've been doing some training yeah. I like it I really like it my ribs got hurt I've fought in a lot of the women in class uh, I could see you doing it yeah 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 I could see any woman doing it it definitely it's a confidence builder and it's not about as much the fighting when you're at the training it's just more about like learning how to like women will definitely learn to defend themselves right. and how to like that's what i want too yeah a I lot of learn that how stuff. to like you know break someone's nose if they come up behind me at a valet you know i just want to fuck some shit up oh yeah yeah it's, yeah oh it's yeah, preservation yeah. yeah you could do that you'll be preserved uh, after a couple of classes i think yeah yeah i really i really enjoy it i think it's fun um, and a lot of the fighters are really nice people. Um, do you only fight people in your weight class? You're supposed to. Okay, so I thought I had to fight only. a blind guy. They're, look, it's really, um, I have a long way to go. Okay. They have put me he against blind? females and most recently a blind gentleman. Yeah, Albert. Oh, sweet Albert. Well, how'd it go? Uh, he's Did he fuck good. you up? He's yeah. good. 
Yeah. He's a good man. I think he used to do gift wrapping or something yeah, yeah, at like yeah. a Macy. So he fucking had me. The best massage I've ever had in my life was a blind man. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he he was like, they you know, they warned me, but this guy, they're like, he'll change your life. And oh, he, wow. you could feel him feeling around the table. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you lose one sense. You get a new sense in your hands. I yeah. mean, it was incredible. He knew the body like no one's business. I was God. like, I really kind of only want blind masseuses from here on out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think sight, eventually sight will become a thing of the past. Um, but <laughs> just in general, just, yeah. I could see it phasing out. Yeah. I could, yeah. My hearing's going for sure. Yeah. Who needs it? I mean, I think us having skin starts to feel really like archaic almost. Like in the future, it seems like we'll have some sort of a dip or something that people will be in. Like a paraffin wax that you just go in and then that's all, that's your new skin. Something like, doesn't it seem almost archaic that we're still wearing our old skin? It seems Mm -hmm. crazy that women are still giving birth with their actual body. You know what I'm saying? Something starts to seem a little bit like... Like you see somebody do it and you're like, oh, this is going to become outdated. This seems almost. Oh, I feel like an alien right now putting all this shit into my body. And then I had to do the shots. And it's like, couldn't we have done this with like a grapefruit? Like there's a lab somewhere that could be growing this. Yeah. You know, Barbara Streisand, what? She paid a bunch of money and like cloned her dog. And I'm like, yeah, it was was only like actually $20,000. When you think about it for like cloning an animal. I'm like, yeah, let's. Why aren't we there yet? Right. Maybe we are. I don't know. They haven't called me. They haven't told us. I didn't get the email. You know, it'll probably start, you know. To start abroad first, I'm sure, because we have too many regulations. You know, here, you know, it's tougher to get things passed. Here, we'd probably have a lot different stuff. You know, yeah. But well, I mean, you know, good old U.S. of A. Remains to be seen. <laughs> right. It remains to be seen. A lot of things. Uh, Heather, my man, thanks so much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. And people can uh, check you out. Yeah, check me out on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, you can listen to my podcast, the yeah. Absolutely Not Podcast. The Absolutely. Not. Not podcast. And we'll mm-hmm. put links to all that right in the description. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for your time and for coming in and for bringing your childhood friend in. Hey, thanks for letting me sweat on your couch. This you has bet. been a real magical afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we're going to auction off that that cushion, actually. Yeah, let's get weird with it. For all your sad, <laughs> lonely male followers. Yeah. Riley's probably going to keep that in freaking. Ooh, let It smell like testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Riley, ooh. Really, I actually feel like there's been a little sexual energy between us. I really do. I do. Yeah. I mean, do you feel that way? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay, good. Good. Riley is, I mean, all he has is sexual energy. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, radiates it. Radiates sexual energy. And I don't think you're living your truth. So I think I'm going to get you with a broad-shouldered, thin-ankled, mm. just big-tittied blonde girl. Who oh, loves yeah. the Lord? You know? Oh, she's yeah. in the youth path. No, not okay. youth. Sorry. God, no. <laughs> she's <laughs> No, she's a youth group leader, but she is an adult. Look, yeah. let's be honest. At some churches, she could be as long as she's kind of yeah. like, uh, as long as she's a pastor and training a PIT yeah. or whatever. Or, pastor and training. Or a pastress. Yeah. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. But I see it. And yeah. I, I just ask one thing. If I find you your wife, can I please officiate the wedding? Sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Okay, great. I love it. Look. Who knows what could happen? Magic. It could be how magic starts. Uh, Heather, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself unwind shine that light on me
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.